0: Mi 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 Ah, get those vocal exercises in. The rain in Spain falls mainly on the plain. Woo! All right, ready to get the show started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to my show, Self Choose to Shit. I'm your host, Joshua Self. Thank you all for tuning in. I had some audio issues earlier this week and some scheduling conflicts, so this go-around will be just me. And I want to talk briefly about a couple of these uh, white people calling the police on black people type shit that happened over the past couple weeks. You had Hillary Brick Mueller blocking a black man from entering his own residence and you have this Teresa calling 911 on a nine-year-old black boy for allegedly grabbing her ass. She felt like she was sexually assaulted by this nine-year-old and oh let's start with that one so you have this convenience store the sahara deli market sahara Mm, the irony starts already in the heart of brooklyn it's the middle of the day so it's relatively crowded if you've watched the video from where the incident in question happened there's a good bit of people in this convenience store waiting in line. The boy in question, Jerome, he, his mother, his sister, walk past this lady who's at the counter, and his backpack grazes her. Now, from her perspective, she didn't realize it was a backpack. She thought it was his hand, and she makes a comment, and her mo- the boy's mother defends him and the situation escalates from there. So the question is, did she go too far by trying to involve the police on this nine-year-old boy who she felt sexually assaulted her? And from my perspective, it's clearly no. However, I do want to point out that I'm a man and the thought of being sexually assaulted is minimized to me it's a lot harder for me to grasp the perspective from a woman. Like the idea of being unsafe in the convenience store is beyond me, but I'm not a woman and I understand that there could be scenarios where you might feel unsafe, even in public with other people around you. So I don't want to trivialize how she felt, but The thing to me is that if you're at a convenience store, and there's many other people in there, getting bumped is not outside the question. You live in a very congested area. You're in Brooklyn. There's tons and tons of people everywhere. Getting bumped, getting jostled, having somebody run into you on accident or on purpose doesn't really seem... To be that far outside of what you would expect on a day to day basis. So, if it's something that you could expect to happen, why is it that this particular incident, she feels the need to escalate it further? And I don't know about everyone else, but in my mind, I feel like if your nine year old kid brushed up against me, I don't think I would go so far as let me involve the police. And I feel like a big part of this scenario, the reason why it turned out the way it did is because he did not actually her, And there's video evidence to support that. So the real question is if he had indeed groped her, will calling the police still have been out of the question? Would we still consider it to be her escalating the situation, to be inappropriate, um, to be overkill in layman's terms. And honestly, it's a tough question to really answer because if he had done it, her actions probably would have been justified. And that changes the narrative so much if he had actually done it. He's no longer the innocent black boy. He's this sexual assaulter, this predator in the making, all these negative things that would be surrounding him if he had actually done it. So thank the Lord he didn't actually do it, and that there's concrete evidence to exonerate him of this allegation. And I think it's important to also point out that there was another white lady who tried to call her out. And I think as humans, when we make a mistake, we don't want to admit that we made a mistake. And it's a lot easier to say, instead of admitting that possibly we did something incorrect, we double down. we it's like, nope. Like, this is where I'm going to make my stand. And she definitely dug her heels in. And she did not want to back down it was like oh man over a nine year old boy and I also think it's interesting that her mind went to he groped me Uh, her son grabbed my ass as opposed to this boy bumped me like okay whatever maybe say excuse me you know something like that but The fact that her mind went straight to, he grabbed my ass, I'm being sexually assaulted. That says a lot about how black men are viewed in America where we're sexualized, even at an early age, like he's nine years old. Like even if you don't know his exact age, you can tell he's a little kid. Like he's in elementary school. He's not like even a teenager. I think the narrative is completely different if he was, say, 14 or 15, where he would still be a minor, but he's not, like, a small child. Like, this kid, like, do you really feel threatened by him? Do you really feel like he's trying to sexually assault you? And the fact that she went straight there, like, that was her first assumption, says a lot about how black men are viewed in America. When you talk about how Black men are viewed in America, you have this other lady, this Hillary Mueller, who blocks a man from entering into his residence. This happened in St. Louis. And it's interesting because you can tell that he's not trying to get upset. He's trying to stay peaceful, stay calm, non-threatening. And she assumes that he doesn't belong there. And it's these types of assumptions that often lead to deadlier consequences. Like, thankfully, these particular incidents didn't involve in anything worse than a serious talking to, but it's this line of thinking that often leads to much worse things happening And it's important to address these types of issues and address this way of thinking because a lot of times people have what I would consider like level three, level four racism. Like everyone's going to say, hey, KKK lynching a black person is racist. That's level zero. Everyone's in agreement with that. But the issue comes in when you get to level two, level three, level four racism, where in some ways it might not even look like racism at all. And it's that level of thinking, like, those kind of thoughts that we need to address. And this lady saying, basically saying, you don't belong here. Like, it's clearly racist when we put it like that. But in her mind, she's like, well, I want to know who you're coming to see. Like, I want to know who your friends are, you know? Oh, but if you live here, I want to introduce myself as your neighbor. It's like, God, do you, is that really what you're trying to do here? You know, it's, it's interesting because her ex-husband, well, I guess technically not ex-husband, they're estranged. They haven't finalized the divorce for whatever reason is also a person of color and I wonder why he left. I mean, it's obviously not really my business, but as a consumer of entertainment, I find that her estranged husband being a minority, very interesting and a little bit ironic. And I'm enjoying every minute of it. I want to see how the rest of it unfolds. So the other question that I want to pose to everyone listening is like this, Miss Mueller was fired from her job. And do we want people getting fired when they harass people for whatever reason? Is that the type of line that we want? Like, is that, How we want the rest of society to respond when a person is accused of these making these racist comments or whatever these racist actions do we want them getting fired is that an appropriate punishment and a big part of me says that it's not and my reasoning is one without video evidence a lot of racist incidents are going to be largely ignored by the public like we're not going to hear about it we're not going to see it we don't know anything about it because there's not video so it's basically he said she said and no one can really know what happened other than people that were there secondly there are other people that are often impacted by somebody losing their job there might be a husband, a wife, children, parents that depend on you, you know, have someone losing their job for something outside of the scope of their job. That's a big deal for a lot of people. Like, you know, someone losing their job, but they have kids, you know, the kids didn't do anything wrong. Like, why are the kids getting punished for it? And I feel like a lot of the time when you're not on the job and you say something or you do something that isn't like a model employee, when you're outside of the scope of your job, I don't feel like that should come back to your place of employment. And because these were videos that went viral, the companies are pressured to do something about it that they let her remain employed there, then it looks like, oh, we're okay with what she did. And in fact, they're not okay with what she did, or at least they want to appear that they're not okay with what she did. But it makes it tougher because there are way more incidents that are unknown because there wasn't someone videotaping it as it was happening. Just said videotaping it. The videotapes didn't exist anymore. I feel like they do somewhere, but I don't know what. They probably don't exist anymore. feels like 8-tracks. Jeez, am I I old enough to have seen technology become outdated where it's almost non-existent? We're getting an adapter to convert VHS to... Oh, jeez. Hmm. Anyway. I just want to say when we're engaging with other people to be mindful of what we're saying. Especially in this day and age where videoing is available to everybody, where anyone and everyone has a camera phone. Companies are also in the public eye and they don't want to be embarrassed and that's really what it comes down to a company doesn't want to be embarrassed because cornerstone <laughs> caroline decided to get inner feelings about maybe this black kid touched me and when you have these kind of videos going viral it's hard for a company to want to keep you. Like, even if what you did isn't technically violating their policies, and as much as you're not on the clock, you're not on company property, you're not using company equipment or anything like that, like, it makes it tough. You know, like, they don't want to be associated with that in any kind of way. There was an incident that happened in the magic community recently where this guy Todd Stevens has allegedly been let go by Star City he was accused of sexually harassing some women at a couple parties or whatever and what's interesting to me is that like he's not on company time he's not on company property or anything like that but They don't want to be associated with him any kind of way. And I think we, as citizens of America, need to pay attention to what we're doing. Because when people start running back and making a big scene, which is very easy to do with social media, people make a big stink, you said this, you did this, and your company's like, this looks so bad. You know what? We're just going to let you go. It's not even worth it. So unless you're at a level where you can essentially fly above accusations, which is getting harder and harder to do. I mean, even Bill Cosby couldn't escape it. So we just, you have to be more mindful of what you're doing, who you're around. I mean, you don't want to get trapped like Imus. Like, Ugh, it just looks so bad and appearances are a big deal. So everybody stay safe out there. y'all make good decisions, please please make good decisions. Don't sexually harass people. And don't assume that somebody's not supposed to be there. I think that's such a big deal like we're just assume that they're not supposed to be there. you're you're a college kid sleeping in the dorm, oh, she's not supposed to be here. Why is she not supposed to be here? Well, uh, uh, uh they don't have a good reason. What we know is well, she's black. She's not supposed to be here. Like, we don't have black people here. It's like, okay. Alright, Like that's, that's how y'all want to do it. So when it, the cameras are out, people, like, y'all, watch what you say, watch what you do. It's, it's crazy. So, uh, I also want to say my condolences to uh, Roman Reign. Uh, he stepped down, he's got cancer. I hope he wins that fight. That's unfortunate. No one should have to go out that way. And I think that's it for me this week. Y'all be easy. I've uh, got some great stuff coming next week. Please check it out. Got some great guests I'm going to have on. uh, Lord willing. Please uh, like, subscribe, share this. If you like this content, let me know if you have any thoughts, any ideas, anything you want me to change, anything you want to see more of. Just let me know. I guess hear more of. Yeah, it makes more sense. Uh, You can hit me up on Twitter at Magus of the M. I'll respond to anything. You guys have a good week.